Hey everyone, I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden, and we have a fun yes. podcast episode for you today. Uh, this is what I've been looking forward to. This is five sermon illustrations to stop using stop today. Stop it. And some of you, you might listen to this episode and you're like, I gotta go I, back. I and used cut. all five last Sunday. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta delete the podcast from last Man. Sunday and I gotta rewrite my sermon for Man, this Sunday. There it is. Uh, so we talked about sermon illustrations, a great episode uh, not too long ago. A great well, episode. Yeah, where we talked about, no, yeah, it was. It, we talked about where to find sermon illustrations. I thought it was great, uh, well, just all the research that went into that well most pastors say the number one thing they need the most help with yeah as it relates to the sermon is just finding good sermon illustrations yeah and that was a popular pretty popular episode and so now we're like okay we we've tried to give you some options we tried to repair the problem now we got to dig the scapula in a little deeper yeah we got to talk about some illustrations that you need to cut out right now (laughs) (laughs) And, and the reason why we're saying you need to cut these out is because of this the the higher the predictability i don't even remember who said this yeah some famous preacher probably said this. Mm-hmm. Said the higher the predictability, the lower the connectivity. It's it's fancy, all right. No, yeah. it, I mean, it, here's the deal. Do you want to be? Do you want to have a good illustration or a particular illustration, or do you want to communicate yes. the message effectively? Like, what's the point of using an illustration? Yeah, right? if if you didn't, illustrations are not mandatory uh, per se. I think every pastor should use them every week because we're supposed to communicate the message. But it's always the message first, and then whatever you fit in with illustration second. So here are some uh, that we're going to talk about. But yeah, add variety um, and learn to evaluate which illustrations yep. that you use. So keep them out. We have all, I'm sure all of us have done this. Uh, used an illustration multiple times. I remember visiting a church a number of times, and I heard the pastor use the same illustration about this bas- this basketball play he was a part of in high school. The same illustration three times in like a year. I, I heard an evangelist come to our church one time and get to the message, and he said he started telling a story about a guy named Paco, and he said, "I don't know why I've never told this story before." Whoa. In public, but you know, it's just personal to me. Hmm. And he told a story about Paco. I didn't even remember the I know story. Where he's going. I just remember his name was Paco, and he never told the story before. And about two months later, I happened to be at another church mm-hmm. in another region of Texas, and a homeboy shows up, and he's like, "You know what? I." I've, I've never, never shared this before. <laughs> this is, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what yeah. is happening?" Yeah, so learn to evaluate, and sometimes we forget. Uh, some some people are are just uh, they they do that for emotional value. Sometimes we just forget. Yeah. So it's always good to keep track. So just like you don't want to talk about the story of David and Goliath ten times in one year, you don't want to share the story of how you you did something on the basketball court really well uh, three times in the same year. It just gets <laughs> it gets predictable. But I think. I think that's kind of the point and and really to go back to it we really want you to take the text and to communicate that point and to apply that point and illustrations can do that illustrations can also get in the way and here are five times when they do get in the way Uh, the first one is uh, cliche or overused movies Braveheart I don't Uh, even know who put that in the notes (laughs) but when I read that I was like off with his head (laughs) Um, the, the movies in the, uh, the war room variety, uh, 
all all of those types Liam of- Neeson in the train scene on Schindler's List <laughs> at the at the end and he's yeah. like just one more mm-hmm. this could have bought this 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 pen could have bought <laughs> two more it, it's I mean it's a powerful scene it's a good it's a yeah, great scene I love amazing. that film uh, we I just I saw that scene multiple times before I ever actually watched Schindler's List because it was in church just saw people yes. you know uh, quoting that scene uh, uh, don't show the crucifix. In Passion of the Christ, ever, yeah, it, even on Easter, yeah, please don't. It, 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 it's, it's, it's cliche. Um, a lot of movies with Tom Hanks. Um, Tom Hanks is, I mean, gosh, he's, he's the patron saint of sermon illustrations. Man. If you think about it, and Mister Rogers. <laughs> so, uh, when you're using movie clips, um, first of all, evaluate what they say about your message uh, and how they illustrate the point but try to get outside of those overused clips. And so if you feel like, okay, I've, I've seen this clip being used a hundred times, don't use it. Try to find maybe a movie that people haven't seen mm-hmm. because it's gonna be more impactful because people are gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. The first time you watch Schindler's List, it's a powerful scene, yeah. but after you've seen a sermon illustration using the end of Schindler's List four times, it's like, okay, I already know where you're going. Man, yeah, it kind of takes away from that scene. <laughs> I'm still sad about, I can't get over the Braveheart reference. Jeez. <laughs> uh, another thing, another illustration to stop using right away is really stories that you've communicated that are yours, but they're not yours. Uh, I, I heard of a pastor where a family left their church because the pastor was preaching Craig Rochelle sermons verbatim. And you know, there's, this is a whole nother discussion, right? Yeah. Of like pastors, you publish, uh, content and then another pastor uh takes that content and uses it i think where the issue becomes a little bit more serious or um precarious is when you're using craig rochelle's sermon illustration a personal story in his life and you're teaching it like it's a story in your life Mm. i don't know if that's the best illustration to use i want to yeah, well, that. I mean, you, right? You're you're lying. You're, yeah. saying, you're acting as if I it mean, I wasn't going to say it, but <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because uh, Drew Dyke, he's an author. He writes for Christianity Today. A great author. He, yeah, yeah, he's great. We've talked to him before with our team, and uh, he he tweeted the other day, and this is great. And he was talking about alliteration, and he said, "What's the worst alliteration you've seen in church?" <laughs> and he says, "I remember a series on Joseph where it said Joseph was pitted." He was potted, Man. and then he was promoted. Man, and the rep- the replies were hilarious. And one person said, uh, "I went to this church, and the pastor was preaching Andy Stanley sermons verbatim." And when the board approached him and said, "Hey, you're acting like this is your stuff, and these stories are your stories," the person on Twitter said, "The pastor looked at them and said, I'm not stealing from Andy Stanley.'" Andy Stanley <laughs> stealing from me, which is a lot of. It's got you got to have guts to Man, say that, right? That's uh... a. <laughs> Wow. It's like, we're already deep in this. Let's just keep going. He sells me some of that sauce. (laughs) A lot of confidence there. Um, So don't take somebody else's uh, illustration and say it's your own. Or uh, I, I was listening to a Timothy Keller sermon, and he talks about the story of of sheep and how uh, there was an individual who, who visited this the sheep farm and every year they take the sheep and they put them in this antiseptic to kill all of the germs. If they don't do this, then the sheep will be eaten up by parasites. And it was a great illustration. The shepherd had to hold the sheep underwater 
Uh, and the sheep thought that their owner was trying to drown them. But the reason they did that uh, was to help them later. It's a great illustration. But what I love about Timothy Keller is he, he didn't say, wow, you know, I, I learned about this illustration. He said, hey, I read this in a book from Elizabeth Elliot, and she visited this place, and she said this. There's, there's nothing wrong. It's not going to hurt your message by quoting someone else and saying, hey, yeah, this totally. is where I got it from. And it... It, it just adds authenticity, and, and you tell the truth. You're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> you can get in trouble yeah. real quick. Uh, another illustration to stop using, it really kind of leans into the first point about Schindler's List, but don't use a sermon illustration that's from a viral video. And the reason is, if it's viral, your people have probably seen it seen it multiple times Mm -hmm. and it just sort of takes away from the impact Mm -hmm. that you were wanting to achieve when you 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 use that illustration and if your audience has already seen it your congregation has already seen it three times this week on facebook or on the news Mm -hmm. you know it just doesn't really pack as much of a punch yeah and i think there are different there are different levels of a video or a clip or an article or a picture going viral uh, and you could have you know one that's like 500,000 people uh, that who have viewed it and that's relatively small mm-hmm. in terms of the grand scheme of things but if it's been floating around on social media everywhere for the last week you you don't you don't need to use it so mm-hmm. a good example is remember uh, when the internet broke a, a few years ago with the dress and they're like, is it oh, blue? The, white, the blue and the gold? Blue and gold, or blue and black and gold and whatever. Um, that still trips me out. Right. <laughs> that, you didn't, as a pastor, you probably shouldn't have, if you did this, don't bring it up on the next Sunday and be like, hey, I want to tell you about this picture and I want to show you, because everybody has already seen it, right? Yeah. So find something that's new yeah. and that's fresh that will catch their attention and that will point them to the text. Now, at the same time, it's got to be something that they know. Jesus used illustrations from the world of uh, this agrarian society so we need to do that but something that's fresh and something that catches their attention and makes them pause because they haven't seen it or heard it before politics often divides you know the nation and the church even Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know if anything divided the nation quite like the dress scandal (laughs) (laughs) and there were other people who saw similar uh things they tried to make it just didn't go viral that that was it because i mean it, I remember I remember we went to a talk in Houston at a church and I remember us driving back and that was on there and on the internet and that I, re- I still remember where were you when you saw the dress for yeah, the first Yeah and you're time. like what which one do you see and you see like the white and gold and they say blue and black and you're like what <laughs> I don't even know you right now. And then the articles are like, if you see uh, blue and black, that means that you're using. Yeah, this you're part an enneagram four. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you're <laughs> you got a leg up on society. Or um, which this kind of like just leads us right into the next illustration not to use, and that's an outdated sermon illustration. We actually just broke our own golden rule here. Yeah. By utilizing that one, right? Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of sermon illustration sites, and we've oh, talked man, about this, a lot, a lot of them. Uh, and you go there, and there are a lot of illustrations that have been around for decades, and they've been used before, and people have heard them a million times. Let me mm-hmm. give you an example. So there's a sermon illustration, uh, and there are different versions of this sermon illustration. One is uh, it's there's a rabbi at a synagogue. One, there's a, a pastor at a small country church. Church. Two Corinthians at a bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, but someone in the congregation uh, gossips about somebody else, including the pastor. She goes in and she talks to the pastor or the rabbi, depending on the story, and 
says, hey, I'm really sorry. I, I shouldn't have done that. And he takes her outside and gives her, uh, I, I don't know, a bunch of feathers from a pillow and or small pieces of paper, depending on the story. And he walks outside and he says, throw this into the, the air. And she throws it and the wind blows. And he's like, okay, go pick that up. And she's like, I can't. And he's like, that's what happens when you gossip. You've probably, uh, many people have heard that before. It's an illustration that has been used hundreds of times. Uh, if, if you come across something like that, uh, you, you probably should try to find something else because it kind of loses its impact. We already know where the story is going. Uh, so that's what we mean when we say an outdated sermon illustration. I, I think of like, a, when I think of outdated sermon illustrations or sermon illustrations that I've heard like a dozen times, the one where like, the two guys are on a plane or they're they're at a restaurant or they're you know they're somewhere together and it's like the guy one guy packs the parachute you know and Mm -hmm. it's like oh you know i packed your parachute that saved your life or something like that i've i've seen that one a lot and then i've seen the one where it's like uh boy leaves home and gets a letter from his dad and, oh and, man you know, like, there's a d- lot of those the classified yeah. it's oh, like paco you know paco come home and <laughs> the next day 1200 pacos show up you know yeah yeah like, yeah they all want they all want that kind of dad yeah yeah there was one that was going around whenever i was younger and it was like this this boy uh, was graduating high school and he wanted his uh his dad to uh buy him a car and his dad just gives him a Bible. And he's like, oh, man, you know, he's mad at his dad for years. And then, you know, decades later, he reads the Bible. Probably. And in the back was all the money he needed to buy man. a car. If he would have just read the Bible. Man, there it is. It, isn't that a, a, a we'll way? We'll see y'all next time. Yeah, isn't that a way to guilt people to read the Bible? <laughs> you read it and you make money. What was, that, what was that book that came out? And then there was a movie. It was, like, was it called The Perfect Gift or The Ultimate Gift? And it was like, yeah. the son had to go or the grandkids had Not to, to go. Not to be confused with the Christmas shoes. That was something else. Or uh, <laughs> or, or, or what was the recent movie with uh, the mystery murder or whatever? Uh, Knives Out? Knives Out. Wait, um, that's not a, that's, that's not a Christian movie. No, that's not. We won't talk about that. <laughs> it's a Christian podcast. So uh, there, there are all these kind of outdated sermon illustrations. And something good is if you have an illustration and you don't know about it, uh, talk to five people. Email, call five people and say, hey, have you heard this before? And if most of them say yes, then it's like, eh, maybe we'll, we'll choose something else. Yeah. 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 Uh, lastly, illustrations not to use or to stop using this right is away. A, this is the most outrageous offender i yes. think today sermon illustrations that are just fun and exciting but barely connect to the message and here you know it right you you know it i'm going to cut mm-hmm. through the tv screen yeah. i want to say you know it something funny happens yeah. to you during the week and you're like i'm going to share that on sunday cuz it was funny and you find a way to fit it into your message, or you, and it doesn't fit. Or you open up your sermon and say, hey, I always like to start with something funny. <laughs> Love <laughs> you, Joel. <laughs> um, yeah, but we, we have these funny stories and these interesting uh, anecdotes. And you, you need to, if they fit and they illustrate the message, it's fine. But if it's just, oh, funny and exciting. Don't and you do it. D- don't do it. Save it. Don't right? you bring a motorcycle on stage. <laughs> don't that, you do it. That's in our notes. It's kind of a random. It says cars. Don't use cars and motorcycles yeah. on stage. Dirt bikes on stages. And then another one is like the chemistry ones where you like, you, you oh, make the water yeah, black yeah. and then you, you put tear out ret- a page of the Bible and you like light on fire and throw it up yeah, and disappear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah those, those are, if, if you're doing it in kids church, yeah, that's kids good. church that works. 
Uh, Giant so, cow tongue, <laughs> the power of the tongue, right? I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Had police escort bring it in. <laughs> Works on kids for sure. So, uh, yeah, make sure it's cliche. You can you can say something that's cliche, and, and that's one thing. Sure. But also, things that might be good or fresh or interesting, they just don't connect. And what it does is it distracts. Yeah. And it can take you on this rabbit trail over here. Totally. And then you draw this this drawbridge made out of floss to get back to your message. And it just, it yeah. doesn't work. No. So, so don't do it. Evaluate it and write it down. You can use it later. Just don't try to force it in that week. Yeah, and again, this is going to really help you elevate your communication. If you, we use sermon illustrations, right? We use illustrations to illustrate the gospel, to 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 tell a story. Jesus told lots of stories. He spent a third of his words in the New Testament telling stories. Stories uh, are powerful. That our brains, the way that we process stories, mm-hmm. helps us understand concepts and abstract ideas a lot easier. And so, of course, we want you to use sermon illustrations. You need to use sermon illustrations. But there are, you know, sermon illustrations, again, we should stop using, and, and we've all used these. I've used every, I've done every one of these, right, mm-hmm. on this list. Probably, the motorcycle on stage? Well, I mean. <laughs> maybe next Sunday. Maybe. <laughs> I may or may not have put rose petals in the AC to talk about, the, like, the aroma of worship and yeah. uh, the the... the I got in trouble because it smelled like roses in the auditorium for like a month straight. <laughs> I mean, you know, there are worse things that it could smell like. Yeah, in in the auditorium. Uh listeners, yeah, viewers. Here's what we'd love. We'd love for you to comment with a sermon illustration that you had that was not good. Yes. Or to comment with a sermon illustration that you have heard way too yeah. many times. You're like, hey, I am done with this illustration stop using it it'll help our listeners and they can read through that and they can say oh okay i'm gonna scratch this off from next week's message i think it's gonna be super helpful yep hey next episode we're gonna be talking about the benefits of using a preaching calendar we are excited about that this year gosh man we are yeah two-thirds of the way done this year i mean it it, it's crazy because 2020 has in, in some ways it's gone slow uh, very, it feels like we should be, slow. you know, in 2022. Uh, but there are some days when I wake up and I say, "Oh, like we're we're yeah. gonna hit the fall soon." Like yeah. that's that, you know. So uh, we're gonna be planning, uh, helping you plan for 2021. Yeah, uh, talking about preaching calendar. So that's gonna be a great episode. Yep. We'll see you next time. And as always, don't forget to subscribe. We'll, mm-hmm. We just passed a thousand subscribers. A thousand subscribers. So that's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much comment tell us about your you know bad illustrations that you've used or that you've heard and then of course uh if you don't watch us on youtube you prefer to listen make sure you uh leave a review on spotify itunes wherever you listen to podcasts we certainly appreciate it Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see you next time see you later